How did you guys <laughs> sleep last night? Katie, would you like to kick it off? <laughs> How did I sleep um, on my side when I had the chance to? No, <laughs> I did not sleep much at all. Um, that's definitely part of the whole postpartum thing from the start for me. And I think it plays into a lot. But I do want to start out by giving kind of a, I don't know, what a label, a warning before. So most of my postpartum, I've kept to myself other than to you guys and to my husband. So this is going to be a very raw episode of emotions that I've been feeling. But I think it's important to share because I know there are other moms feeling the same thing that don't have this community. So that's my little thing for anybody who knows me and who is going to be listening to what I'm saying. So fair. Yeah, I feel like if I didn't have this group of you moms going through the same exact thing with me, I would probably just not talk about it because it probably wouldn't feel as normal as it does yeah. just hearing it you all go through it the same way. So yeah, it's definitely you're not alone out there if you're having similar thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Where should we even begin? I think I love what Izzy said. Izzy, what's your thing that you say about postpartum not being just the beginning? Yeah, it's definitely not the first six to eight weeks. I think we're in like a different stage of postpartum right now because we're all back at work. Um, our babies are four months old. They're teething. Mm-hmm. You know, we're dealing with sicknesses and calling off of work and it's kind of like you're supposed to be into this routine by now is what they make you feel like. And we're not or like when you think Sleep you have training. Ha- yeah, you think you can <laughs> you're going to have something down and everything changes. And it's almost like harder in a way because you're supposed to go back to your regular life and you're supposed to do it all with a baby and have it all down and. You know, we don't we don't have it down. <laughs> we are all struggling right. every single day with I and I think that's a good place to probably start. Let's just start with sleep because I feel like in today's social media and in all these things, I mean, I paid for the class of taking care of babies um and was like, oh, I'm gonna do this and you know, my baby's gonna sleep in his crib from day one and this is gonna be easy. And it is not. And (laughs) I think social media makes you feel like your baby should be sleeping through the night by a certain point. And that's just not reality. Mm -hmm. So I guess, Courtney, I know you've struggled with that, too. Like, what are some of your experiences with, you know, that lack of sleep or in the middle of the night? Like, what goes on for you? Uh, Yeah, well, for me, it started day one, because if you remember from my birth story, my labor started on one hour of sleep. So mm-hmm. I feel like from that point, I still just have not caught up on that, that <laughs> night. <laughs> so <laughs> I, yeah, it definitely will catch up to you. I feel like the first, I don't know, while I was on maternity leave, I guess, so the first eight weeks or so, I feel like you are in this haze where it hasn't really hit you yet, your sleep, right? I, I remember people telling me, and we all hear this, and Izzy shared a Facebook post that cracks me up. I think it was Izzy. What? Sleep when the baby sleeps <laughs> is the most <laughs> bullshit thing ever. Yeah. Because for one, who can just like fall asleep other Men. than our, yeah. Men. Other than Men. Our, you're, yep. you're Fathers. Uh, what, what women or w- woman or mom can fall asleep at the drop of a hat? None of us. Our brains are constantly going. Uh, and not to mention those first few weeks, you're trying to figure out breastfeeding still. I remember I was trying to introduce pumping because I wanted to bring my supply up. You didn't have time. There was no time to sleep during the day and you definitely weren't sleeping at night. So I think in those early couple months, I, I didn't feel tired yet. I don't know if you guys can relate. Yeah. You still have all that adrenaline. Yes. And you're just, like, excited. Mm -hmm. You have your new baby. People are coming to visit. You just love your baby, and you're Mm -hmm. soaking it all in, and... Like, this is the greatest thing ever. I don't even care You're just smelling your baby. Yeah. You're like, I can do this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and mine was... No, go go ahead. ahead. Nope. I was going to say, for me, um, I expected not to sleep, but I had experienced a lot of what I now know is postpartum rage um, in the middle of the night. And I'm going to try to not get emotional because you feel shame about it. Um, 
but I would feel like anger, like, can't you just sleep? And I would yes. get that way sometimes, or I'd have to set him down and walk away. And I found that probably one of the main causes of that was early on, I was trying to do everything myself. Mm -hmm. Like I'm discovering me, figuring out this new role and then not, you know, waking my husband up and saying, Hey, you need to do this. And since I was exclusively breastfeeding at the start, you know, it's kind of all on you. Right. Well, you, had to, you had to wake up in the middle of the yeah, night anyways. So. But at the same time, it's not all on you. Mm -hmm. And you can still set expectations for your spouse, you know, early on and say, no, I still want you to get up and check on me and get me a water and just, you know, check my headspace and make sure I'm okay. So I, that's something I really think I wish I would have done that earlier on. Well, um, the other part of that, I don't too, think with... Katie and I, at least, is our spouses didn't get really much of a paternity leave. They went back to yeah. work very early on. And I think, honestly, that played a big role in our built up resentment. Huge. And, yeah. and the rage because, you know, they don't, not that they, not that work is an excuse, a vacate, an excuse or like a, va a break. Yeah. But, you know but it is it's yeah, in a different way right, it is right yeah the the headspace of being in the house all day even though you love this little human being with all of your might being stuck in the house all day is a mental game in itself mm -hmm. so then when you're not sleeping at night and you're waking up you feel like it's a groundhog day like doing it again same oh, yeah. thing over and over again you literally lose um, you're like what day of the week even is it i have no idea <laughs> <I know. laughs> seriously and then you have people messaging you wanting to come see the baby and hang out and you're just not even, or for me, you know, I just wasn't even feeling like myself and I'm like still struggling to find that identity of who I am again. And you're like, I don't want you to come over. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I yeah, just, <laughs> just want to be, I remember I got to a point where I just wanted to be alone mm -hmm. with, with cash, you know, like, cause everybody wanted to come see him and I wanted everybody to meet him. Don't get me wrong. I was excited for that, but I think there was a period of time where I had visitors for so long, and then I just, I think for a week, I didn't have anybody come over, because I just, I wanted to have that one-on-one -on -one time with my baby, mm -hmm. without it being interrupted, but then at the same time, it kind of made it more difficult, because then you're by yourself with your baby the whole yeah. time, so it's like a two-fold thing, I don't know. And I know, Izzy, you've had, like, two totally different postpartum experiences, Yes. and I know your first one was not, you know as peachy not that this one's been peachy but you felt more confident this, after cora this postpartum is a thousand times more peachy than it was with basil peachy. because and that's that's so reassuring for me because i will not lie i'm still in that moment of like i don't think i can do this again yeah so it's reassuring to know that yeah i mean that's how i kind of took it with my pregnancy too like i didn't have any like actual like high risk problems with basil but I was just in so much pain all the time that I just didn't think it was worth it I was like there this is not worth you know I, she hasn't even come out of me yet and I'm just it's just constant you know kicking in the ribs and nausea I just didn't think it was worth it and like you know now basil's almost five years old I'm like this is definitely worth it you know she's the coolest kid ever but that's how it was for the whole first year with basil I had no help um, you know, my breastfeeding journey, I didn't really know anything at all. And the doctors told me I needed to be pumping after every time she ate and she's eating every two hours. So I had to choose in my head to either sleep mm -hmm. or to breastfeed. And I was like, I need to sleep. Like I was actually losing it. And this was like only within like the first three weeks. Like I chose that pretty, I only breastfed basil for like a week or two. Because I was like, I'm not going to try this. And then, you know, my milk probably wasn't even in yet. But you didn't probably didn't know. No. In your mind, you're probably like, well, I don't have any supply for my baby. No. Yeah. You, if you didn't have anybody else to ask. No. That, to let you know that, hey, they only drink. I had no support, I felt like. And, you know, her dad never... I swear there was, like, no interaction with him and the baby for, like, the first month. Like, he was too scared to even hold her. Because wow. she was so small. But there was, like, no help, and I felt – I basically was just in her room because I had a bed in her, like, little nursery. I felt like I was in there for, like, the first two or three months of her life. You know, I felt like just 
in this room, just trying to make it day by day, surviving. Trapped. Trapped, yeah. And it was the middle of winter. You know, it was like January, February. It was freezing cold outside. Um, Seasonal depression. Yeah. It was definitely like a super dark time. I think I got prescribed my Zoloft by week five, five weeks postpartum with Basil, because we tried to go to therapy, couples therapy, and that didn't work out. But I've been on Zoloft ever since Basil, and it's one of the best things for me i actually upped it with cora not so much for depression but for anxiety i would just kind of the feelings would just be so overwhelming Mm -hmm. especially with basil like having two kids i would just mentally be going through a lot like i can't be at all places at one time and i would just break down and cry and i'm like i just know that there's a way like I shouldn't have to feel like this Mm -hmm. and I talked to my doctor about it they up my meds and it's a world of difference like a world Mm -hmm. I even told you guys like what I skipped two days taking him whenever we had to go to the hospital last time and I was like I can do this you know I don't need him I'm I'm fine I'm doing great two days and I was the second day I was crying all day that day and you're probably wondering like why am I crying so much <laughs> like over nothing yeah and I don't know like, if it's because oh. like my brain like is adjusting because I don't really cry on Zoloft not that that's not good or bad but like I think I can just like regulate my emotions better and I don't cry over little things or I kind of just rationalize but it, whenever it stops in my brain it's just like everything comes back to me so mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't go without it. It's my favorite thing. Katie, we all know that you love your meds too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, and it's funny because I talked about this with another mom in our group, but I've, you know, went through, been battling depression for a pretty long time. And um, God, why am I so, look at me. No. I'm, cr- I'm emotional now. This is just me. Um, Even before I, having Yeah, before pregnancy. Before um, I had panic disorder when I was in college. So I have been on Zoloft and Lexapro and Cymbalta and all of these different things. And all of them had, it would take like the edge off, but there were side effects that, you know, didn't, it didn't make it worth it to me. Um, So I am on a different like form of medication now, but I'm still considering trying those again because I think what I haven't realized, this is so different than just normal depression like it's not the same thing in any way shape or form and the title the waves that you have of like one day you're like this is the best I'm a good mom like I got this I'm so great and then it's the middle of the night and you're like I can't do this mm-hmm. I don't even know why I thought I could be a mom I'm regretting I, doing this I and it's almost, like it's I feel like it shouldn't even be called depression I don't yeah. know right like, it's because when I was having my probably lowest point uh with my postpartum and I was I was googling it because I'm like what is postpartum depression what what are the real symptoms and a lot of it was like you don't want to be with your baby Mm -hmm. you're just laying in bed and I'm that's not me right now I want to be with my baby but I also don't want to be with my baby I don't know it's just you want help yeah yeah but yeah it's I don't know there's so much more that goes into it than feeling sad right and that's not what it is it's not just feeling sad all the time it's you know, and there's, sh- there is shame in it. You go to the doctors and they give you that checklist of like hmm. all the things with postpartum and you almost <laughs> you, feel like you don't want to be honest. Like well, I don't want to put you're, honestly, you're how filling I'm it out at your bait, the pediatrician. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. I don't know. I feel kind of weird. Can you see the happy things in life? <laughs> right. Most of the time. And then the one day, the one day I was honest. As much as out, I always like, did. I filled it out honestly and like all they did was like oh well you know you can go you can talk to a therapist to get on medicine and it was like yeah I know yep like why did I just waste my time filling that out really that's crazy you said (laughs) that because Sam when I was having that low point Sam had reached out to me because she had just taken Mac to the doctors and she was like hey they had me fill this paper and I thought of you and part of me was almost thinking I don't really want to tell yeah. So what are they going to do? Yeah. I don't I don't feel comfortable telling them. And now you, you saying that, Katie, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't because they... All they 
I feel like all they would do is tell you, be like, well, you can see a therapist if you're feeling yep. sad. Like, I know. Yep, that's exactly when. what it is. <laughs> right, when, yeah. when. Can you babysit? And that's the battle. <laughs> yeah, that's the battle I'm going through. My friend sent me, you know, her postpartum therapist that she saw. Um, and, you know, I want to go so bad, but being a working mom is hard. And mm-hmm. taking time to take him to all his appointments, especially mine, because he has so many specialist appointments and things. Like, I don't have leave to take care of myself. And that's a problem. Like, that's that shouldn't be it shouldn't be making money or taking care of your mental health. Mm-hmm. And it is sometimes. So. And then I, th- I feel like it's the same battle with daycare and them getting sick. You know, you have to work to make your money to do these things. You take your baby to daycare, they get sick, they can't go to daycare. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, he just dealt with that. He what? He had a fever, right? Yeah, he randomly got a fever again. So back again, I had to go pick him up from daycare. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, they, he can't go back till he's 24 hours fever free. Yep. And I'm, I was like, I just took three days off this yeah. month from being sick and stuff and I was and like, you're still paying for daycare yeah yep. oh yeah so and then what <laughs> do I have to find somebody else to pay them for the day you know it's do I sacrifice getting more behind at work it's just and thank god I work for a company that is so supportive they would never even question if I had to call off for that but that doesn't help my mental state when I go back to work and I'm so swamped stressed yeah. at work to then have to switch my mental state when I'm with Kat, you know what I mean? It's just not helping all of it. Yeah, but yeah it's so hard. The working mom thing and I know, is oh, intense. Rough. That was a whole nother episode. Staying at home is hard too. Right. So. <laughs> well, yeah, because I always thought my dream, you know, before having a baby, I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. That was just like <laughs> in my head, the like greatest thing ever. You just the goal. spend time. Yeah, the goal. Yes. <laughs> And those first those first two months when I was with Cash every single day, loved it. I love him. We we can all put that out there. We love our babies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I could do it. No, it's hard. It's worse. You guys will like hype me up for like looking all good in the morning and yeah, you know, I feel lucky that I have to drive Basil to school because it forces me to get out of bed. True. And then I'm up for the day because I can't tell you how many times, especially the days that I don't work, I'll get up and take Basil to school. And I'm like, I can't wait to come home and go right back to bed. Do I ever? Almost never. You know, I'm up for the day. I'm doing stuff like it's so I feel like I have a purpose, you know, like getting out of bed, get the baby dressed, you know, taking her to school. I put on a little makeup, get my Starbucks. You guys (laughs) were all talking about like Dunkin and Starbucks the other day. I'm like. I have to pass two Dunkins and two Starbucks on the way to drop. How like, do you say no? I don't. You that's can't. the problem. Yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> I've never said problem. no <laughs> to the coffee. <laughs> like, I will convince myself every day, like, you got up and you got your kids ready. You deserve that $9 <laughs> you coffee. Go, mama. <laughs> it's like, who cares if it adds up to, you know, $200 a month? It's fine because we deserve it. Yes. That's what I, I do the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think another feeling that I want to validate in other people because this one still eats me alive because I'm still going through it. Um, Another episode, I keep talking about episodes that will come is about um, Dale's belly issues and the kind of effect that has on our life where we can't go do things or we can't, everything has like an added layer for me. I can't just go to the grocery store because he gets sick and then it's overwhelming and it's just a lot. And in those moments, a lot of the times I get these feelings of, why does this have to be me? Why, did, why, why does my baby have to be this way? And it's like, just like Courtney says, I love him. Like, I would do anything for him. And it's okay. Not okay. And you to are have doing day, anything normal. for him. You yes. have changed. Yes. You try to change your diet. You have taken him to every single doctor. So shout out to I, you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think a You're lot of people know like what Katie has been through with Dale because like I'll even try to explain it to like my friends or my mom. I'm like, I don't think you understand like the amount of like an overproducer she already was mm-hmm. like that was an issue from the from the get, you know, clogged duct on what like day two. <laughs> And then yeah, you're producing all this milk and he can't even drink it, you know? And it's yeah. like you're pumping it and you're just trying to get some relief and you have like a free hold this whole freezer satch, which is like glamorized. Everybody wants it. But it's mm-hmm. like now look at this side of it. Like 
Mm-hmm. Dale, it's just making him sick. Katie has to change her entire life, her entire diet, almost probably every food that she knows just to feed her own baby. And it's not helping. And then, you know, you dealt with the struggling. Should I quit or not? Should I do this? Should I do that? Which, like, you know, we're so happy that you did mm-hmm. because yeah. that was one more thing off your plate. And it's still yeah. the constant throwing up. Like, I can't explain to people, like, how much Dale throws up. And we don't even know. Like, we're not even with you. But, like, I don't think, like, you're... Even we understand. We don't even understand, like, how hard. Because, like I said, I can keep Cora in the same outfit all day. Even Courtney just... You said it earlier. I didn't say anything. But, like, you said how you're going to the mall. And you you had him in his PJs. You're like, what am I going to do? Change him three times. (laughs) No, Craig said that. (laughs) Right. And in my head, I'm like, Katie, Santa Claus was at the mall and it was, there was no line. And I was like, I should have put his Christmas PJs on. We missed an opportunity. I'm like, Craig, should we just go buy some and put them on? And of course he said no. And he said, not today. I don't feel like changing him. But But yeah, I didn't even think. Imagine like Katie. That would have been a normal thing. Katie would have been like, whatever. Imagine her being in the line for like 30 minutes. She probably would need like three Christmas outfits ready. Just just in case. Yeah, it's. That validation, I could think I appreciate it. I um, I don't think anybody knows it until they experience it. It's so funny, and I know my friend Cindy's a listener. So hi, Cindy. She <laughs> hey. um <laughs> taught infants and toddlers. She's retired. She taught it for she taught for some, and she been teaching for thirty years, and um worked with babies a ton. So I had her watch him when his daycare was closed one day. And by the, I sent him with all kind of clo- extra clothes and she kind of like chuckled at me in the morning almost. And I'm like, just trust me. <laughs> and when I got there at the end of the day, she actually was washing his clothes and the look on her Aww. face was just like, I'm sorry. And it was in that moment, like, I just like started crying because she was validating everything I already knew of like, Katie, I had no idea that it was this bad. Like, Everybody just would say, are you burping him? Are you doing that? And it's like, you're not understanding the severity of this. No, I don't <laughs> like, think people do. Even the doctors you and were I mean, going to, they had you sleeping with him sitting up. They had you doing all kinds of I still laugh first, about that. That was the, the funniest message. Response, yeah, she said just to sit up with him for two hours after he eats. And I, I said, can... he eats every two hours. <laughs> yeah. And she said, Yeah. Like, just keep okay. him in the baby carrier 24 7 but yeah. also holding him up doesn't do anything right so like that doesn't stop him so yeah i and i think that plays into a lot of my mental health mm-hmm. and i'm getting i'm getting to a point where i'm better and i'm accepting it um but yeah and i mean i'm at work all day and i get messages from daycare he just threw up his whole bottle you know Why and they're they doing it because, telling you? <laughs> because i'm trying to document it for okay the okay yeah, so I tell them like if it's a if it's a bad day, let me know because some days are worse than others. And when you have daycare providers who've been doing it for fifteen years with infants and they're saying it's a lot, you know, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And I spoke with this is this really resonated with me. Um, my friend reached out to me and went through the very same thing pretty much, and she was validating everything I was feeling. And she said this to me. She said, "When you become a mom." everybody says balance is important. And she's like, there is no such thing as balance. Like in these first few months, she said a scale, you know, tips both ways. Sometimes you being a mom is top priority. Like that's, that's going to be outweighing everything else and work's going to fall behind and your house is going to be dirty and that's okay. And she said that about me, you know, having a sick baby. She's like, if you can't go to work because you have to take him to a specialist, that's what it is. And work will get over it and it's okay. And I think it's the same for all of us. Like our house is going to be dirty and that's hard to let go of when you're a neat person. Yes. Yes. You, you, you're going to sleep or you're going to have a perfectly clean house all the time. So make your choice kind of, yeah, it's, and that feeling of just, I don't want to say regret because I don't regret it, but there are moments of sleep deprivation or in the grocery store when he's vomiting onto the floor and I'm like overwhelmed. Like those moments, I'm like, why? Why does this have to be my life? And not that those thoughts are normal, but it's okay to have them as long as you're addressing the thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's not listening to what you're thinking. Correct. And it's not turning into any sort of uh, harm. Yeah. You know, right. It needs 
to be fixed. I, I'm still on this journey too to try to figure out what's best for me because again, it's a roller coaster. So I was at my low low and I'm like, yeah, I need help. I need help. And then it passed. And now I'm like, everything's good. I'm fine. Everything's good until it's not. Until and it, then you'll be in the same spot. I, I think I need a lot help. of it should be more proactive, honestly, than reactive. Yeah. I think because if it was talked about a little bit more pre giving birth and maybe the signs are t- discussed more so you can keep an eye up and not even just you i feel like our spouses our significant others yeah. yeah they need to be educated in it too because they need to know the signs what we're going through and why we're going through it mm-hmm. and how they can help yes or how they can pick up on things that might be different and know how to have the conversation because yeah. in our head things might not be totally different, you know? It's different, but it's maybe not looking as bad yeah. as it does on the or outside. Or we just think that they need to just know. Like, or that. We want yeah. them to read our minds and, mm-hmm. like, why aren't you doing more? Why aren't you helping? Why, aren't, why didn't you do this instead of that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just simple things like putting them to bed, feeding them. Like, we're like, why couldn't you just do it? That Why couldn't you do it the same we way as me? no really and i also think men don't understand this they call it the fourth trimester shift of your identity and your body like i know courtney you two our hair's falling out oh my god like i have a pouch in my belly that i've never had before um i have acne that i never had before being Mm -hmm. pregnant like all of these things and you're trying to love yourself and you don't recognize yourself Right. You're like looking in the mirror. You're like, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Who, <laughs> like, who am I mentally? Who am I physically? It is. Yeah. Yes. You, you evolve after having a baby, no matter yeah. what you're, you're and not I keep seeing these ever... TikToks. Yeah. Oh, God. I keep seeing these TikToks and I, it has the like sound from inside out. Um, the, when the, oh, I don't know if you've it. ever seen that movie. <laughs> sing it for uh, us. <laughs> it's not a song. It's oh. like when he's like, um, go something do the world for me it's basically like he can't come out of this like pit that he's in and she gets out of it and he's just saying like you know go keep going and do your best look i'm getting why am i so emotional (laughs) um but it's saying look eventually you'll be able to look back and see yourself you know in the nursery crying in the middle of the night and you're gonna be in a better place yeah be like you're gonna you're make making it. me emotional yeah well right? that's coming from a kids movie Jeez, <laughs> inside out is so good <laughs> see oh it's such a yeah so for coming movie. from me i see that because i've gone through this before and like my postpartum is not the same as your guys's in a way that i've been through it before and i don't know i just knew what to expect a little bit more not that like my baby definitely sleeps better than your guys's but um yeah izzy's barely in the chat i'm <laughs> 3 a.m okay <laughs> i like poke my head and i'm like yeah i'm going back to sleep <laughs> anytime a night somebody messages the chat i'm always there to answer yeah like, i'm your person i got anybody that thought i can't <laughs> baby, i can't wait for the day that you're not you're not oh your little God. head is not i can't on snap no chat. i know I'd, that's how it is. I mean, I get, I will either get a stretch of sleep from like eight to one or about like 11 to seven. I don't know how long those hours are, but cause she didn't go to sleep till like way later last night. So she slept till about six or seven and she would have slept longer if my, if I wasn't leaking all over the bed. Cause my boobs were like, you're what's going on. Like the baby's <laughs> usually, the time. baby's usually latched right now and she's nowhere to be found. We're ready. Yeah. Is she ready? <laughs> it was like a waterfall. So I had to bring her into bed with me. But I mean, I like, after I had basil, it was the same thing. I didn't recognize myself. In my opinion, it was like the worst I've ever looked. It was the worst I ever felt. I had no idea who I was. I mean, it took me a long time to get out of that spot. I mean, I went through a how lot. Long? How long are we talking? After? <clears throat> right, I told you, talking? my prime is like when she was two or three years old. So right. I was single, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll keep that in mind. It was just, it definitely, after the first year, you know, you go back to normal. Like I feel like the first year has to be yes. the hardest because there are so many changes just like we talked about postpartum 
I feel like postpartum is always thought of as those first couple weeks after the baby's born. It has we have to put it in for the whole year. No, it has I mean, to be twelve months. Yes, postpartum because the baby is changing so much. So yeah. you figure something out one month and they say, Ha ha how about this? Yeah. And they change it all up on you. Uh huh. So I'm yeah, like you feel like you made it through, you're like, Oh man, I didn't have the bad symptoms I thought I was going to and all of a sudden it's like, Bam just kidding. Like <laughs> I gotta go back to work and now I can't manage all this and mm-hmm. I'm gonna flip out. And society this is a message to anybody listening who knows new moms. Stop invalidating people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody says to you their baby isn't sleeping, do not say to them, yeah, that's what it is. Or, oh, I remember that. Or, what did you think was going to happen? Like, The days are long, but the years that. are short. <laughs> yeah, don't say that to me. Like, just man, just me burp sis- your baby. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my sister-in-law had this exact same conversation because she had three kids, like, back to back to back pretty much. And she said, like, her whole first few years was a blur to her. And she always would have people tell her, you know, enjoy it now. You're going to miss this when it's mm-hmm. gone. And she said that would make her feel like a worse mom. Right. Like, why am I not enjoying this? Why am I not, you know, loving every second of holding feel- my baby? Yeah. yeah. And it makes you feel like something's wrong with you because you're not just this overwhelming feeling of joy all the time. And I think people get out of it and they forget. And they get older, and then they tell young people, well, my kids are grown, and I miss them. Yeah, but you forget the struggle that mm-hmm. it was. Well, it's like the same and thing with, you, with labor. Mm-hmm. You eventually right. forget yeah. it enough to do it again. Yep. So, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and I just, like, that's my message, and I just hope that people just don't invalidate it. And if you don't want to validate somebody's feelings, don't ask me how I'm doing. Right. <laughs> if you ask me how I'm doing, and I say, oh, not really great, don't, and you don't want to hear that, then don't ask me. Like, right. I, I don't I don't need you to make me feel worse about how I'm feeling. Yeah. And, and I think, too, don't just toss it around like it's not a very fragile thing. Postpartum. Yeah. Right. Don't just yeah. throw it out there like, oh, it could be that. Yeah, that's that's probably what you're going through. Like, if you yeah, think just, that is we, it, then you need to be reaching out and yeah. doing <laughs> right. something to help because just saying, oh. That's probably postpartum. <laughs> what, what does that solve for anybody? Yeah. Nothing. Right. No. Okay. And thank, I, thank you for diagnosing me. I don't know. <laughs> and society is just so hard on moms. Like, it, mm-hmm. it really is. And even women that are older are just as bad as anybody else. It's just they forget. Like, visiting baby, talking about not knowing yourself, you come home from the hospital, they tell you, you know, you might have blood clots the size of golf balls. I'm like, what? <laughs> golf balls? Like, what? Yeah. Like, just come back if you have it? a big blood clot. Like, because right. what do you mean? <laughs> what do I say? Like, should I send you a picture? Mine literally, said to, me, mine literally said to me, it's normal to have golf ball sized blood clots. I'm like, golf ball, like <laughs> that big. Yeah. And that doesn't like, seem yeah. normal. Like, that does not. Right. I'm like, okay. And you're wearing diapers. Bigger than your babies. Okay. Yeah. Not- and your stitches are itchy. Oh my god, can we discuss this? Nobody tells you how itchy it is. Okay, no. And then I was so itchy, and then I said to Jacob, I'm like, something else is wrong. And he's like, well, babe, you just birthed the human. I'm like, no, something else. And I had a UTI, like three days after from having a catheter. What? No, so then I had to march my diaper-wearing butt (laughs) to my own doctor to get... To pee in a cup and get an antibiotic, and then the antibiotic was messing with Dale's stomach even more. Like it was just this. And then you go two days after they want you to take your baby to the doctor. Oh my god! I'm like, I can't. I don't even. I can't even pee yet. Like, uh, and there, it's just nothing. And then nobody checks on you till week six. Yeah. What? Yeah. No one checks on mom, but we need baby. We need the baby to come to the doctor. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if I talked about this with my experience of getting cash to the doctor how uh rude the one doctor's office was so our plan was to use this one doctor and nobody really tells you that you need to have this set up for oh yeah you did talk about this did I talk about it on... just no okay. not on here to us nobody <laughs> tells you that you need to have you quote unquote you need to have your doctor for the baby set up before you your appointment leave. yeah before you even leave the hospital yeah so i called the doctor we wanted to use he was on vacation and then i end up going into labor so there, I'm 
I am having contractions, and you know all the questions that they're asking you when you first get there, like, "What's who's the baby's doctor? I'm like, I don't know. This is who we want to use, I think. Just throw a name out there. And I remember after having cash and, you know, in the postpartum recovery suite or whatever. He you didn't did, remember to call the doctor? What no, the heck? No, he, sh- he sh- right, I know. You didn't remember? No, so they took the name that I said, and he shows up in our room. Yeah. And he's like, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so, your pediatrician. I'm like, what how did is this a coincidence how did you know to come here and he's like they told me i'm like oh i didn't know that so everything was great he checked him we really liked him didn't think to check he that he accepts our insurance um so he says oh mind you i had cash on june 28th fourth of july was yeah the you know the next week so we leave the hospital on thursday the doctor that we were going to use, the pediatrician, said, we'll see you on, what day was 4th of July? Friday? Monday? Um, I was in the hospital. Was, <laughs> I think it was a Monday. Yeah, my life was a blur at that moment. And it was a Monday. And he's like, we'll see you Monday. And I was like, cool. And then I call, find out that he does not accept their insurance. So I'm like, well, crap. I need to figure out a new doctor. So I'm calling around, and I talk to this one lady at this doctor's office and she's like at this point you're home too right oh i'm home yep yeah it's like day one up because we got sent home thursday afternoon so this was friday okay so then we have the weekend and then monday is fourth of july yeah so that's three days yeah. that doctor's offices are closed and she's hounding me she's like so when did you get discharged i'm like thursday afternoon and she said and you don't have a doctor appointment set up for the baby i'm like i tried the doctor that we chose to not and she was making me feel as if I were a terrible mother because I didn't have a doctor's appointment set up for him. I was like, you we know just what? left all the hospital. Need to start, we all need to start sticking up. You should have said to her, you know what? I, I have cried. blood clot coming out of I me. know, right? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I called Craig. You. I called Craig right after that phone call and was just pouring tears. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, she was so mean. <laughs> I was like, I'm a bad mom. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's like really shitty on her end because it's like, like, I'm not using that doctor. Yeah, you just had a baby. Like, oh, you know what, honey? Um, Usually you're supposed to schedule your appointment while you're still in the hospital. You're obviously a first time mom. Let me get you an appointment. Like, what's the point of shaming? Her solution, she just said, well, we can't get you until Tuesday. Okay. Because of the holiday. And that's where she left. Which was the day after? No, this was Friday. But that I was, was like, what do you want me to day? do? Yeah. <laughs> I had my baby during, around a holiday. What do you yeah. want me to do? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's why, it, and that's why the doctor told me hold him up for two hours. Like, I go to the same practice, but I told them, like, don't ever put me in her room again. Like, do, again, don't invalidate what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the same thing with that. Like, don't treat me like I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm figuring this out on my own. Have some compassion. Yeah. Like. On no that, sleep. Yeah. On no sleep. Yeah. Like. Again, bleeding blood clots. Like, I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't get that the way we treat women. Like, we're just supposed to be able to go back, like, and then 12 weeks, just take your baby to daycare and go to work and act like everything's fine. And you didn't just, you know, birth a human yeah, three months ago. Yeah, 12 weeks is not <laughs> a long time. I feel no. like we're four and a half months in and I feel like that is has not been a lot of that's not a lot well of time. you said the other day that i keep thinking about our babies have not been out of us for as long yes. as that they were in us mm-hmm. that is so yeah. important mm-hmm. to remember and i try to remind myself that whenever i'm trying to be super mom do this take them out of the house you know take her to daycare it's like she's only four months old <laughs> you know she's almost five months yeah. old. that's still like not a lot of time she should still be attached to me every or like i have been dealing with a lot my family put your baby down you know you're allowed to put your baby down you know you're allowed to put your baby down to take a nap I don't want to put my baby down if I want to sit on this chair for two hours and rock my baby and I will like I know I'm allowed to put her down but she doesn't want me to put her down no she wants her mom because guess what she's been with me for the past she wants to lay on my skin and go to sleep and that's where she sleeps best and I'm okay with that right now I don't care if I have to pee. I don't care if I'm thirsty mm-hmm. or I'm hungry or my butt hurts. Like, I, that's like my favorite thing to do is just sit there with my baby. And it it irritates me when people tell me to put my baby down because, I mean, obviously, sometimes, you know, I have to, but I, I don't want to. 
or the well, whole they need to they need to work on self soothing and sleeping on their own. Well, they don't know how to do that yet. They mm-hmm. have for the past how many months they have gone to sleep with the comfort of their mom and hearing their mom's heartbeat. You know, they don't I, I think a lot of research shows that most babies don't even get onto a sleep cycle until month five. At the mm-hmm. earliest. <laughs> well, that's coming up for you, Court. I know, I'm, like, I'm not <laughs> hanging on any hope. <laughs> no, it's it's true, and I think that's this like toxic community going on right now with sleep and babies. Like, and I I truly believe. I mean, look at our friend group. There are babies who, since they came home from the hospital, Sam. have slept through the night. <laughs> I mean, and, and you, Sadie, Sadie as well has true, a really true, good sleep. Right. Sadie is a good sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, Shout so, outs. like, I, after going through this, like, I believe it's totally a demeanor thing. Like, some babies are just good sleepers, sleepers, mm-hmm. and some are just not. And one thing I've noticed is, like, I know that Cash and Dale are both, like, super alert and strong, mm-hmm. and they're learning so much. Like, I feel like they're so, like, active all the time, Yeah, and I think that plays yeah. a huge role. Like, it they're does. just, mm-hmm. like, 4 a.m., Dale's like, ooh, ah, yes. wow. Like, like <laughs> if you have one little speck of light coming from anything, he's like, oh, I'm wow, like- a ceiling fan. Oh, wow, <laughs> I need to learn something. And it's just like, and then you're up for an hour and a half till it's time to go back to sleep again. So I think that just plays a huge role in it. And I think moms feel like I'm doing something wrong. My baby can't self-soothe. I need to have them do this. And it's like, not all babies are capable of doing that. And like five months is when they say to the sleep train and let your baby cry it out and things. And no. really, again, we're, they're not even out of us for as long as they're in us. And I'm not shaming anybody who's done that. If it's worked for you, yeah, that's great. Right. But studies show that like babies fall asleep doing that because they just feel like, oh, well, nobody's going to come. Like that's why they <laughs> so fall heartbreaking. Like abandon yeah. them. No, it, it is. That's cr- and, But it, moms don't know that. They're just mm-hmm. like, oh, it worked. I've heard but everybody reality, says it. It's like the old tale. Yeah. Sleep yeah. Right it's, out. it's an attachment. Mm-hmm. It's this yes. is such an important time yep. for their attachment and them learning that like if I cry support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I cry, my mom's going to be there for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they're learning right now. Or if I cry, somebody's going to come pick me up and, and help. me. Mm-hmm. And I try in the middle of the night when I'm like losing my mind, I try to just repeat the mantra. Like he's not giving me a hard time. He's having a hard time. Like, he does not know that it's 3 a.m. and I have to work tomorrow and I'm getting observed and this is happening. He has no idea. Like, all he knows is that he's Something's wrong. and hungry. Yeah. yeah. He, he, <laughs> and, and that's the other thing that's hard, too, is that we don't know what is going on. Yeah. They could oh, be yeah, we were just, having a belly ache. We were just ache. talking about that. Yeah. Or are they cold? Like, yeah. am I dressed or, yeah. Or, yeah. I, I found cold. that yeah. tag in her armpit. Oh, she was yeah, so fussy that tag. night. Oh, and I was God. like, she would fall asleep and I put her down. It was immediately crying. It was, she was, it was so out of character for her. Change her PJs the next day. There's a tag in her armpit. I was like, I lit. <laughs> and next day she was fine. I was like, I bet that was bothering her all night long. Take a little Imagine, little imagine it's stabbing you in the armpit. You can't <laughs> tell your mom. <laughs> Imagine but your butt so is itchy and you can't itch it. Okay. And they're just shoving a pacifier in your mouth. <laughs> and to touch, I'm like looping back, but I just looked it up to like remind myself there are only seven countries in the entire world that do not have provided paid t- time off for parents. Katie, what country seven. is is on on that list of seven? The greatest uh, country United in the States. entire world. Uh, <laughs> listen to the other ones. This makes it so much worse. Listen to the other ones. Papua New Guinea. Okay. Uh, and a few island countries in the Pacific Ocean. The Marshall Islands, Micronesia, Nauru, Palau, and Tonga. Why? What even is that? But is like, why? We're in that, that group. Do yeah, they even that, have corporate the businesses only, there? Like, We're literally. That's Those are the other countries though. that don't have paid time off. How sick is that? Like, that's what happens when a country is run by men. But that's a whole nother. Podcast. That's a whole nother. I need, I, need, I need to visit uh, your husband's podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Craig podcast. Um, yeah. I would love to foul. debate Craig on that podcast. Call your own foul. I'm gonna plug it in there for them because they gave us a shout out. Oh, uh, I wouldn't know. I don't listen. <laughs> I think it's pretty. Powerful. I doubt they have a lot of moms listening though, so I don't know if we're gonna get much. You're right. You're right. <laughs> They they listen to a couple, uh, but no, that is so true. And I feel, you know, we have a couple different scenarios in our mom group with the paternity leave as well. 
Um, I know. No, and, and I, I, it's a huge look at, and on the plug, Sam, we're all jealous of her life right now. Sam, we freaking love you, man. Sam, we love you. <laughs> we love that you're, you're thriving. Like I, I live for it. We love um, for it. We need that in our group. But Somebody. here's what I think a huge difference is. Her husband's job is a UK based company mm-hmm. and he had what? 12 weeks paternity leave? 16, or I think. He, yeah. It 16? Was yeah. Cause he had, they're splitting it up two months each. Right. So she had that first two months of just Him explicit help. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and not only just time. help, but that bond. And yes. and now her husband knows. I feel like we should let Sam come on and talk about it too. Yeah. <laughs> We're he, talking about her life. He knows how to man- handle Mac a lot more, I feel like, because he had those first couple months to figure it out because right. that's what we all did as moms. We just, fi- well, he's crying, figure it out. How do you get him to stop? And I think yeah. a lot of our significant others might have missed that opportunity to really figure it out at the beginning. So then they never got that, like, connection, I guess. I don't know. I was just explaining this to a friend last night about Sam and her husband. <laughs> and just, <laughs> We just talk about Sam yeah, all the time. Listen, it, because here's, like, the <laughs> thing. <laughs> it is goals for us because, yeah, he got to stay home. But there's just something else that it's Ryan, right, that brings Ryan. to the table you know, we've all commented whenever Sam's sending us her nightly, you know, vlogs, he is always in the room with Mac. Mm-hmm. He's always on the floor with oh, Mac. She's mm-hmm. Um, he's just so involved in a way that I feel like none of us really see in our own lives that makes us jealous that, you know, we she's pumping their little nighttime routine is he gives Mac a bottle. He's on the floor with him, reading him a book. He's always in the room. He's always around. And he's always engaged. Well, we don't want to say always. Yeah. From what, we've From what we see. You're no, right. we don't know our life. You're right. Yeah. You're right. From what we see, he's just very engaged. And that's just like. It's so important. Yes. I think it's so important well, I- for the bonding. And that's what the calming down, the crying. I feel like that's kind of what I'm struggling with is you i need you to you know i need more help you calming the baby down on your own you have to figure it out yes because i can't do it all the time and that's like kind of where my postpartum rage comes from is that ppr i have another daughter to take care of and she needs me a lot and i can't give it all to her because i'm try i'm stretched too thin i'm in both directions so i need someone to pick up the slack on the other end so you know, I can give that attention to my other daughter. It's yeah. it's yeah, hard when even, they can't. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Katie. And now, no, I was just going to say, now that, like, Gail's getting older, I think Jacob's learning more. But I do think those beginning stages, it was like, well, you're home on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he came up from work and was tired. And he yeah, I let mom. things slide, like I said. Yeah, and the baby was just wanted me. And I think Jacob only having three days off or something mm-hmm. stupid like that was ridiculous i mean it's how is anybody going to bond with anybody seeing them for two hours at night like i just so i think that that's i mean we need to get some like government people listening to this <laughs> like like we gotta something's got to change because it's it's insanity that we you know i i had to take leave without pay on some days and people had to donate leave to me i'm a public school teacher yeah like i teach in a school with majority women and, and none of us get right Where and none of us get maternity leave <laughs> yep. right so it's just and you have for a, a while problem. too it's not like it's a new job for you you know you've been no, there for what like I half had, a decade so <laughs> six years yeah yep. oh my God. why did you say and that now I, I feel so old well, when she said that at first, I was like, there's no way we've been out of high school for six years. Ten. <laughs> ten. Yep. 2023 yeah. will be 10-year anniversary. Who's doing the reunion? We're ready. We got our babies ready. Like, we already got half the class together. <laughs> we're ready. Whoever, Seriously. I'll be in back in PA by then. You know, we're going to work on it. Yeah. But I just, I think it's, like, just so important that us moms give ourselves grace and that mm-hmm. you find like reach out to us even if our group's too full there's other new moms reaching out to us we can connect you with like find somebody that's in a similar stage of life as you because having those people to just say no that's it's okay to feel that or and make you feel not alone Mm -hmm. yeah and make you feel not alone because if you're doing this alone god i 
I don't know that I would have made it. I don't know. (laughs) It's, it's hard. It really is. And you, you know, it's going to be hard, but like, you know, you're not going to get sleep. You, 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 you hear that it is, you hear it's not easy. Right. But you don't know how hard it's going to be. Same with and you the see, whole... like you said, you see TikToks and like moms, yeah. they're like morning routine and they like get their whole house clean. I'm I like, can't. What? And it's not even my like breakfast routine. time. You have a nanny? Like, How are you? Right. Are you... Like my morning routine is literally me getting myself dressed and then Dale puking on me. So I have to change again to go to work and nothing fits me. And then I'm crying because nothing fits me. And then like it's chaos. It's not like, ah, good morning, beautiful sun. This but I think that's, that's like. <laughs> like screw you son you're up again (laughs) but i think a lot of that too is just social media in general is so toxic because who's gonna go out there really and show you the bad side of their life nobody it's always gonna be oh we will yeah yeah, here we we are um but that's a lot of it too that plays into your mental state and and even postpartum too is you're seeing these other moms do it and you're like how are you should I be doing that? How are you doing that? And I can't figure it out. Like, I think that's what Katie right. needs to start doing is doing a day in your life, a day in Dale's life. And just, you know, every time you cry and every time he pukes, just a whole TikTok of yeah. that. I mean, I like, go that's viral. definitely a whole, it's a whole episode too, because like I even was talking about like being a first time mom and people pushing your concerns aside. Like it took me a really long time just to get people to listen to me. Like, and be able to get into a specialist and, you know, figure out it was allergies and go through all of this. And like I said, the people would literally say to me, are you holding up and burping him? Like, I know I'm a first time mom, but I, I can't imagine that because I don't even think we really even realized how bad it was until you came home. And, and even that puking on the pool, and that yeah. wasn't even a bad no, day. That, yeah, that was like kind of a good spot. That was like okay. a good day. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you were kind no. of yeah. your mom at the time. You know, was watching him, and you're every time you're like, "Do you see this? Like, do you see what mm-hmm. I deal with? Like, and it's every time. Like, you have to think anybody that has a new baby. How many times are you feeding your baby a day? You know, and it's like think of the worst time your baby's ever thrown up, and that's just Dale constantly. Well, even when cat usually, and usually I, four to eight times every time he eats a projectile. I can't. Yeah. I hate to say this, but like, cash. We, I mean, you know, he doesn't spit up. So, but when he does, oh, randomly, no, I, I love that for you. I, I, I love that. For I mean, you. it's the one thing I'm hanging on to. Okay, <laughs> um, the one, the few times that he does, I'm like, oh my gosh. Same. And then immediately I think of him like, how does house Katie? We do this? we humble ourselves real yeah, quick. Real yeah. quick. Um, no, I feel Taylor that. The other night was like Ariella threw up all over me. I had to shower, and I was like, "Down the cleavage is the worst." And she's like, "Yeah, that's what it was." I'm like, "Yep, been there all the time," and it never fails. Like right after I get out of the shower, feeling good, never fails to just go all over me. And I'm like, you know what? It's this is this is life now. Yeah, but and I, it's so hard, right? Because the part of you and I think we've talked about this is wishing for this time to pass you're just wishing yeah I can get it we just get over this get through this period of time that he's puking or this period of time that they're not sleeping or that they're teething can we just get through this and that's how time goes by in the blink of an eye so it's so hard to be in that space where you are wanting the next step but also not wanting to wish time away it's such a weird that's a constant thing for me yeah like constant because I'm like, am I, and I am enjoying, and like I said, that's the wave of emotions. Like mm-hmm. this morning, he's like smiling at me and I'm like, you know, so happy. And I'm like, two hours ago, I wanted to die. Like, like oh, you really? wanted to like, die last night. Yeah. Like last like, night. It was bad. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, when he wakes up, you're like, this is great. Like everything's fine. It's just mm-hmm. like those wave of emotions Snap you're just not ready for. Nope. Yeah. And it's, it's the and I, hormones two are just oh yeah my first postpartum period i think i cried for like seven days straight don't like about that. everything i cried in front of my kids at school uh, over nothing oh like, like my kids were literally like are you okay and i'm like yeah no. i'm fine i'm good like i don't know why our I'm teacher's crying. different now <laughs> oh yeah like it's it is and it's it's just this constant hormones and and then you have those thoughts of, I want this stage to be over. And then you feel guilt because of it. And I'm battling with insurance right now because they want to put them on a stronger um, reflux medicine because the one that they're on now just isn't doing anything. And insurance won't cover it because it's like a specialized medicine. 
and they don't think he needs it. And it's like, how are you going to say that when this is my life? What do you have to like and, prove to them that he needs it? Uh, right. Like this is, we're do they want them the throw dog. up? That's what the doctor was for, <laughs> do they want, right? Do they want to babysit him for a couple hours? Yeah. And they can let me know what they think. Yeah. Like if it's working. That should so be the case. It's just, it's a constant, it's a constant battle. And that's why I really want to do an episode just on him and, because he has torticollis too, and they're telling me I need to go to like it's just there's always something with him, always. Yeah. And I know other moms are out there too, kind of feeling the same thing of like, am I going to get out of this? And you know, your headspace does get better. It's mine's definitely gotten better. I went to Target yesterday, and he didn't throw up. He stayed in his car seat and was Woo. good. So there are you know good times. Mm-hmm. And see, but you had a really yeah. great day yesterday, which we were also happy for you. But then in yeah. turn, you didn't have a great right. night. That's what I'm talking about. Those ways, and I thought and it was going to be a good night. Yeah, because I'm like he didn't throw up all his food because usually he wakes up at night to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I think it's because he doesn't get enough in the daytime because he's puking it up. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. I'm going to lay him down. He's going to sleep good tonight. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> The other thing, too, and I don't know that it's helping me as much month, almost five, but there was a point in time where I remember telling you all that I just accepted the fact that I'm not going to sleep through the night. Yeah. And that helped me a lot, too, just like going to bed, knowing I'm going to wake up at some point Mm -hmm. helped me a lot. Now, you know, I don't know. It's It's catching up again. Yeah. What? uh, Like, how are we still? And then when I think about it, I'm, I'm thinking I'm almost five months of not having a full night of sleep. Yeah. When I used to be an eight hour a night kind of gal. Okay. uh I don't think, I don't think I've gotten four hours straight. Like, I don't think I've actually gotten three of not waking up at all. Like, I've at least woken up. And that alone, without the hormones and postpartum, will make you go insane. So, what time of night do you guys bring your babies into bed with you? Like, 4 4 a.m. probably. What about you, Katie? I usually make it to about 2. 2? Okay. Yeah. Because by that point, I usually lay him down. He got up, yeah. Yeah, he's ready for bed usually around 7, 7.30. And then he usually does do like a two-hour stretch till 9, 9.30. Yeah. And then he's up at like 11, and then he's up at 12, and then he's up at 12.45. And See, then by like 2 12 is like I'm my like, cutoff. <laughs> if I'll put yeah. her to bed like four or five times, but it, once it hits midnight, because you know once they get You're into done. bed, <laughs> they're asleep. Mm-hmm. They're asleep. That's... And I guess I'm learning to how to get comfortable with him in my bed, which like now that he's older, I don't worry. Um, and anybody out there who's listening that's like against bed sharing, don't come at us. Like, yeah. listen, we, that's I never thought too, that we I do. never, ever yep. thought I would bring my baby into my bed. I was so against it. I was against even the bassinet next to my bed because I wanted to get sleep. Listen, <laughs> listen. Let's all laugh. <laughs> Especially if you do not have children, do not live in a place of judgment. Yeah. Like, do not, because it will come back at you. And you, not that I never judged anybody that did it. I just personally myself said I never would. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning like how to get comfortable with him in there. He's literally like a toddler. Like if I move away from him, he like scoots over to be against me. I'm like, deal. Like I just need. And then I just need you're sleep. not you're not going to get a good solid sleep because subconsciously you know your baby's next to you, so you you're right. always like, I don't really want to fall asleep too hard. You don't. You can't allow yourself to go into a deep sleep. Right. Let alone right. snore. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to you. Shout out to the snorers out there. AKA dads, we're all glaring at you. The causers of postpartum rage. The uh, oh, the snoring snorers. alone will, will make a make a new mom snap. Oh my god. I saw that one TikTok of the girl that's like in the middle of the night, she was like flipping off her spouse like, while you're sleeping. I'm like, that's me. She was like aggressively doing it. I'm like, that's we should me. all start that's, that. That's, See that's it me. works out. Snap on my end because dylan sleeps on the couch and we do that it's like a pro for both of us because he gets sleep because he has to get up at 4 a.m to go to work yeah and he's gone a long day yeah he's gone all day i mean just like you know jacob but mm-hmm. whenever like cora will sleep in her little pack and play till at least 
12 or 1 and then she comes into bed and sleeps with me till like 6 and we have the whole bed and that's like it's much easier because you know we do night nursing so my arms have to be like stretched out and you have that all the pillows all the pillow yeah it's like a whole it's like a whole but do you have like a constant neck kink because i can't get rid of the neck kink I can't find the right pillow. The, like last so night, for I was me, like slamming pillows down, and, like, trying different ones. It didn't have for the right. And Lydia, Jacob was still asleep. I sleep on yeah. a pretty flat pillow that's like I don't know, comfy. And then I put pillows on each side of the bed, and I barrel roll her back and forth all night. Between the one pillow, the and the one no, between the one boob, like the boobs, like right. Oh, but like you have okay. a pillow on each side. Yeah. To kind of like proper. No, I don't proper. Oh. No, she's no, like on your arm, but like you have it like propped no. up. No, oh no no no. No, my pillow or my arm goes under the pillow, oh. and she like, and my bed's like soft, so she kind of. We just we're we, just we're really out. connected. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like you know, she was so cold this morning. Oh, he, Dale's connected to me for sure. <laughs> yeah, I just I think I've never been a good sleeper, so that's part of my. Say, problem. I need to be the right pitch dark no noises right temperature yeah and i i'm a, a belly we're sleeper. like babies Same. i have to sleep on my yeah we're like babies i have to sleep on my stomach just like cash <sighs> so when i have him sleeping yeah. on me and i'm sleeping on my back no, it's not, not comfortable it's not yeah i was like i, I mean just, i went out and bought i went out and bought a seven thousand dollar bed because i thought it would help me sleep better so yeah but not. sometimes you just can so recline it has. I like that. I would have wanted that for like right after, like coming home from the hospital. That'd have been clutch. And being pregnant, it's like so hard to get out of bed. And you think about that, you just are like, (gasps) yeah, yeah. It's (sighs) it's always something. It's always something in motherhood. And there are I don't want to say easy babies, and I believe there are high need babies. That's kind of what I call Dale. He's I don't want to say a hard baby, but he's a high need. That's definitely true. And and that's okay. Like and I. I'm battling with myself right now. Like I always wanted multiple kids and I am in a stage right now where I'm like, I don't know if I could do it again. And hopefully that changes. It will. But I think it will. Right now I'm like in the thick of it and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> After Basil, I, I definitely I wanted, I never wanted any more kids. Like I was set. I was like, I'm not having another kid. Cause it was that bad in my head. It was that bad. She yeah. wasn't a high needs yeah. baby, but like it was what, you were going what I was feeling was that bad. And I'm telling, I'm here to tell you like, it's so different. You'll, you'll, yeah. I, f- I feel like we're, we'll forget once. Yes. They're starting to walk and be more independent and not needing us as much. I feel, I feel like that's when it, that happens. That's a whole nother stage though. <laughs> like the crawling. Yeah. yeah. Every, yeah. Everything just brings a new challenge yeah. and that's it. And I think, being type a or being a control person like that all goes out the window there's nothing in motherhood that's in your control like literally nothing mm-hmm. so i think that that's and i don't and you saying she wasn't a high knees baby I, like everybody struggles important that's what i said to you mm-hmm. yesterday like there's no comparison or there shouldn't be in motherhood because every single person can handle or is dealing with different battles right and all of them are important so that's it's why not i like, had when I told Sam that I wanted her life and was jealous and <laughs> that I had to be like, I know you have your own struggles too. I'm not saying. Yeah, no. everybody does. Yeah. yeah, we're just teasing her and her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all experience those different things and they're all important. And again, if people are not validating you, find new people. Like find, that's, that's find the bottom people, line of yes. it. Yeah. If people aren't supporting you in your struggle or they're brushing it aside, like those aren't your people and you need to find new. I mean, I just, Let's shout out my mother-in-law right now because she tried calling me and I texted her and said, I'm recording my podcast. And she messaged me and said, no worries. I left you a voicemail. I just wanted to tell you how amazing of a mom you are. Stop. Like, like those oh. are your people. Yes. <laughs> yes. The people that don't need to ask questions, like they just know. They know the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, push your buttons. Those are the right people. They just, you know... They leave a little sprinkle of love and care and they move on, mm-hmm. you know. And maybe we need to, like, check the interest of making, like, a Facebook page of new moms, like, Ooh. that listen to our podcast. Are so you going to run share... that too, Katie? <laughs> I can. It's a lot of social media to keep I love up me with. Some... We, we don't have a marketing department. Um, <laughs> we don't. And we're all moms. unpaid. <laughs> we're all yeah, unpaid. We're all unpaid. <laughs> yeah. Did we mention we don't have extra time to do things? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I left both no, my this, kids at home for this, so. But also, <laughs> yeah, this is needed. our escape, though. Yeah, and this is our escape. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's very important to let 
either new moms, current moms, moms to be know that postpartum is a journey. It's not going to be just something you look out for in those first couple weeks, and it's going to constantly be changing. And yeah, find a circle because you can't and you shouldn't do it alone. You should not no. do it alone because it and feels society isolating makes you enough. feel like you should. Yeah, yeah and correct. society puts that on moms and makes you feel like you're not a good mom if your house isn't clean or you're not a good mom if you know a b c and d and the other day i was wearing like i was wearing comfy clothes to work i will not lie and my boss is like super strict about clothes she's like nuts about it and i met my friend to get my nails done which was the best thing i've done in a while and she's like you got you wore that to work because she knows my boss like she wasn't judging me she was just saying you got away with it and i looked at her i said listen she's lucky i show up to work every day <laughs> yeah and if she says something about what i'm wearing that's what i'm gonna say to her because your that kids I'm would care up. right they would yeah really they could care less right that's what i'm saying and i'm on the floor with them like we're like i'm like i'm gonna wear comfy clothes that's the bottom line Good and also you. nothing fits me and i'm not spending money on new clothes right now so, no, we only spend you know. money on clothes our kids are going to wear three times. Absolutely. That's that's the only That's the, that's the only, only way thing. I'm spending my money is on a two-time outfit. Like, Take why will I spend $20 on, like, a hoodie for Dale? But if I see one for me, I'm like, $20? No Yikes. way. Like, uh, keep it forever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, wear it till I'm 47. Yeah. I'm going to wear it for three months. Like, lordy. Honestly. You know? That's because our priorities shift, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. And now it's Christmas it's, time, so I feel guilty like going out and buying things for myself. Oh yeah, you know, I feel like I could be buying presents. Yeah, I keep. Well, I got my nails done, and I'm doing one self care thing a month. Absolutely, so that's like my that. new... change it to a once a week. <laughs> I might. You I'm should. gonna get my first spray tan, Izzy. So I'm taking. I'm for you. so excited for yeah, you. when I come home. When I come home for Christmas. Yeah, I'll watch. take you. Great, I'll be the paciest one. Well, my mom, my mom's best friends are at the tanning salon down the road from my house, and Perfect. they do them there. So. Oh, you're gonna feel so yeah. good. We're gonna look so good for yeah. you're gonna get one too, Courtney. I'm gonna I'm, honestly. I was looking back at my wedding pictures, tans. and I had a spray tan. Yeah, on my pictures. I'm, I'm gonna like, take wow, you. I look cute. We're going to go right now after this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Izzy's giving me a makeover, so. I'm oh, excited. yeah. I forgot. What? I will be. Yep. Okay. We're going to do Courtney's hair. We're going to put her lashes post, on. You should post a picture of her on our me- our social media page. Yeah. And let everybody know. Should we drop, like, but... any questions for on our Instagram that people want to hear about? Like, ask questions yeah. to yeah we can we've been a little mia like i like we talked about it's hard to get together to do this yeah and on top of cash and i are finally pretty much better knock on wood (laughs) yeah don't start jinxing that i know i know i can't do it again honestly so we're we're trying to keep this a more regular thing so those of you are still hanging in there on these episodes that are coming a little bit further apart than normal thank you and for those of you who left us rude um (laughs) come back we we're still here uh, yeah, I think we'll need to be a little bit more interactive on the page. And as always, if you have topics you want us to, to discuss or questions, reach out on the Instagram page or, or gee, does anybody email? I feel like nobody's going to email. We no. have an email, but yeah. just DM us. Send us, send us your favorite um, postpartum products. I'll make a little story today. Send us whatever you I'm trying to think of mine. Through. I don't even... Oh yeah, Mine's you just woke up and ran a marathon after you're all good to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm like golf ball size I'm blood over clots here. over here. Golf, yeah, golf over here, blood clots. Yeah. Golf ball size. Uh, okay, True. I think that's a good one. Yeah, it'll, it'll tie in with this episode postpartum products and maybe just P-P-P. words of encouragement. PPD, PPP. Go get a spray tan, everybody. <laughs> it will change your life. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye. bye.